In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being through Him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He was as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or the will or the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. And John testified to Him and cried out, This was of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because He was before me. From His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The word of the Lord. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing to you. May may your Spirit come upon us that we may hear what you have to say to us in power and in truth. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So begins the famous opening to John's theologically complex account of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Compared to Matthew, Mark, and Luke, John's account is more mystical, more theological, and certainly more Greek than the other three Gospels. The opening chapter of John is cosmic in scope. It's mystical, it's theological, and it's simultaneously very Greek and very Jewish. It is a strange, complex piece of writing. John interprets the creation story of Genesis 1, through the lens of 
the Word, who was with God and who was God. All things, John says, were created through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. John reinterprets the act of creation that we see in Genesis 1 through the lens of Jesus Christ. And this is the precedent through which we must interpret all Scripture through the lens of Jesus Christ. And so John gives us some some interesting metaphors for understanding who Jesus Christ is. He opens with the declaration that Jesus is the Word. The Greek here is logos, which means much, much more than we would understand by word. Logos can be reason. It can mean plea. It can mean speech. It can mean word. It also has wide use within Greek philosophy. It could be the basis of order. It could be the foundation of knowledge. This is the Logos. This is what John is tapping into. All of these shades of meaning we miss when we just read the English word. English is depressingly deficient sometimes. So not only is Jesus then the Word of God, that is, the expressed will of God, Jesus is that in which the order of all creation is grounded. These two ideas, according to John, are one and the same. As Christians, we affirm that we have our grounding in all things in Jesus Christ. This is the basic truth that John expresses in the opening verses of his Gospel. John then goes on to say that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. That's how light works. Of course, all the world's darkness cannot swallow up a single spark of light as long as that light burns. Light, as long as it exists, always, 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 always overcomes the darkness. We often say that Jesus is the light of the world, but how often do we stop and think about what that really means? Jesus is the light of the world. In a world of darkness, it means that Jesus is the only shining light. Jesus Christ serves as the beacon drawing people away from the darkness. It means that in this world of darkness, Jesus Christ is the lighthouse that draws us away from the rocky shores upon which so many have crashed their ships. 
Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness, and though the darkness is vast, it still cannot overcome the light. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light that shows us that violence only begets more violence, and that it ultimately solves nothing. Jesus is the light that shows us that death has no sway over us. Jesus is the light that shows us that attachment to people must come before attachment to things. Jesus is the light that shows us that the right way to live is by practicing love of God and love of people. Jesus is the light of the world that shines on the darkness in our lives, that shines on the valley of death, that shines on the despair of our own mortality. Jesus is the light of the world. So what does that make us? At our best, that makes us poor quality mirrors. At our best, that makes us the moon which reflects the light of the sun. At our best, we reflect the light of Christ. At our best, we reflect the love of Christ. Unfortunately, we're not always at our best, are we? But at our best, that's who we are. Part of the Christian life is growing. We talked in our Sunday school class this morning about how as our spirituality grows, as we have experience with God, we turn, we tend to reflect that experience. Our experience with God changes how we experience other people. As we experience the love of God, we turn that love onto other people. That is us at our best. As we move into this new year, let us continue the process of renewal. Let us continue the process of allowing Christ to shape us Let us continue the process of moving towards our best. Let us sit with what God has placed on our hearts.